Welcome again. We are continuing our teaching on the end of time. Is, it, is this the end? Now, today we are talking about pandemic, crisis, and we are looking at what Jesus said. We don't want to hear normal, ordinary human beings here because we don't know tomorrow. We don't have the future. But Jesus called himself the way, the truth, and the life. And like I said, Christ addressed this in 24th Matthew. And we are now discussing what he said when they asked him what would be the sign of the end. And we are in 24th Matthew, verse 4. And he said, number one, don't be deceived. Let no one deceive you. Let's go back to 24th Matthew again, verse 5. And I said, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. This is very interesting. One of the biggest things you are going to be aware of is that the world will be full of deception. Already it is. But Christ said that one of the major things you will see, number one, is that even they will try to deceive Christians and believers and God's children themselves. And I want us to take a look at that verse and look at it more. And we will understand it. I want us to read a Bible called the Passion Translation. It's going to give us more light about that, what I just read to you. Listen to this. Uh, in verse 4, beautiful. It says this. Jesus answered, At that time, deception will run rampant. So beware that you are not fooled. For many will appear on the scene, claiming my authority or saying about themselves, I'm God's anointed, and they will lead many astray. That's the first one. Let's look at what he said next. And you will hear of wars and rumors of war. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Did you hear that? The second thing Christ talked about is going to be wars and rumors of war. Afghanistan, you know, one time it was Ireland, UK, now it's going to, you can, you're going to hear a lot of things going on around the world, a lot of problems going on, terror, the war on terror, all that going on around the world. The, 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 the terrorists around the world, the fight between nations and stuff like that, you know, Iraq, Iran, all that things. And he said there will be wars and rumors of war. He said something, he said, don't be moved. Let me read over to you again in Passion Bible. It says, you will hear of wars and rumors of war. You will have wars nearby and revolutions on every side with more rumors of wars to come. Don't panic, for the breaking apart of the world system is destined to happen. But it won't yet be the end. It will still be unfolding. Isn't that very interesting? You know, you see all these wars and rumors of war, and then Christ said, don't panic. Don't be moved. Why? Because this present system of things, this world system is coming apart. That's what's happening. This thing is not living. The capitalism, economism, economic system, the socialistic economic system, all that ism, ism, they are coming apart. You know, a couple of years ago, communism came down. And then we took capitalism, thinking that was the answer. Now it's coming apart now. So, so Jesus was saying this, when you hear of these rumors and wars, don't panic. Then he said, verse 7, let's keep reading. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Did you hear that? Interesting. Uh, 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 uh. Did you hear that? He said, nation will rise against nation. This Bible over here said this. That's the Passion Bible. 
nations will go to war against each other and kingdom against kingdom and there will be terrible earthquakes seismic event of epic proportion horrible epidemics and famines in places after places that's very interesting so Jesus was looking to the future what I call his prophetic binoculars and he saw the future and he saw nations against nations kingdom against kingdom and he saw famines economic problems shortages of food drought and he saw what he called horrible epidemics you know what epidemics are let's read the bible i'm going to go to Luke version of it and read it for you in the bible called amplified bible will give us more light about this in bible amplified bible Listen to this. Very interesting. Talking about the same thing about the end of time in Luke 21. Let's, let's take a look there. Uh, verse, uh, uh, okay. Beautiful. Listen to this. You, you will hear, okay, that's 24, 20, Luke 21, verse 10. Then he told them, listen with us against nation and kingdom against kingdom, there will be mighty and violent earthquakes. And in various places, listen, famines and pestilences, now in brackets, plagues, malignant and contagious or infectious epidemic diseases, which are deadly and devastating. This was spoken about 2,000 years ago. Wow. Wow. Hear it again one more time. There will be mighty and violent earthquakes and in various places, famines and pestilences, plagues, malignant, and contagious or infectious epidemic diseases, which are deadly and devastating, and there will be sight of terror and great signs from heaven. Now, did you hear that? I mean, this is like you're reading to this paper <laughs> 2,000 years ago. It's saying to us that what we are looking at today had been predicted a long time ago. Christ had seen the future, and he said there will be what? fight among nations you can see that going on all kinds of attack russia china china against america america against europe all that going on all that insinuations fake news all kind of spy networks all over the world she wonder why it's the reason why he said there'll be famines and then epidemics violent earthquakes all over and, and, and this is what he said now is that the end he said it in verse 8, Luke, Matthew 24. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Interesting. Did you hear that? He said this is, this is not the end. So when we look at all these families, rumors and wars and earthquakes, Jesus said, this, this is not the end. This is not, this is not the sign of the end. They are simply the beginning of sorrow. What does it mean by the beginning of sorrow? Let's dig into that a little bit. Listen to this in Passion Bible. That's the book of Matthew 24, verse 8. This is what it says, talking about that. This is how the first contractions and bad pains of the new age will begin. Look at that word again. All these are the beginning of sorrows. The word sorrows there simply means labor pain. Now, when you have labor pain, you think of delivery. When you go to hospitals, there are two kinds of pain in the hospital. You can hear 
particular kind of groans and pains in the cancer world, you know it's hopeless. But when you go to labor room, the kind of pain you hear that is, is pain that come to good news. A child will be born. Jesus was saying this. All these wars and rumors of wars and famines and earthquakes and pestilences and epidemics and pandemics, they are actually labor pain for the new age to come. What a news. That's good news to Christians. That simply means that when we are looking at all these things, look said, look up. Your redemption is near. That means that we are going to labor pain. When a woman is going to labor pain, yes, of course, it's painful, but something is coming out. So we are looking forward to God bringing up a new age, a new heaven, a new earth. And this old world order system of things, they are getting to become useless and they are becoming non-functional anymore and they are getting old and wasting away. That's what's happening in our world today. And let's not get away from it. Jesus called all these epidemics, famines, earthquakes, wars, rumors of war, the beginning of sorrows. He said, don't panic. Okay, okay, okay. L -l -l can we dig in a little, bit, a little bit some more and uh, understand? Then verse 9 says this, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Oh, what's that? That's persecution against, against Christians. That's already good all along. But it's getting more intensified. Because we have the answer, they will attack us. Just like Joseph brothers sold Joseph, they began to attack us because we have the answer. We have the promises of God in the midst of all this mess. And we can look up while they are looking down. And because they are looking down, we are looking up, they're going to turn on us and turn against us. But we don't mind anyway because we have the answer. Praise God. Then something will happen amidst ourselves because many people that are, not, that are Christians today don't understand the faith and they begin to get into doubt and into struggle. And verse 10 says, that's 24, Matthew verse 10. And then many will be offended. Oh, that's even in God's camp. Will betray one another and will hate one another. Wow. So you're going to see that level of hate. You can, you can see it in social media, betrayal, hate, offense. People get offended about pastors, about churches, about members. All that going on. Christ talking about it. Long time ago, that's going to happen. Then, verse 11 says, the many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. You can see them all over the place. And then he said, and because iniquity, lawlessness will abound, many people's love will grow cold. They become really less active, less effective as Christians. They are no more passionate for God. The love of God began to go down. You can see that today among Christians. When they look at all the evil around them, they start slowing down both evil in the house of God and outside there. It starts slowing down. But let's look at how Jesus finished this. He said, but verse 13 says, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Wow. So he's saying this, that you're going to have to endure to the end. We don't know when the end will come, but it requires you to endure, to stand your ground, to dig in and never give up your faith. And stay in the faith and continue in God's kingdom. And then you can move ahead and be a glorious child of God, shining as bright light in the midst of this dark world full of all the pains and sorrows of the new age. And he said this, verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. The greatest sign of the end is that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached. That means in the midst of all these kingdoms coming apart, are going to be announcing God's kingdom, which is far better, which is greater, which is perfect, which is forever, which is eternal. In the midst of all that mess, let's start announcing God's kingdom. And when you see this kingdom 
all things will be added to you in the midst of all these men. So, God's kingdom is the greatest sign of the end. The preaching of the gospel is the real end sign. Other things are just beginning of sorrows. So, let's look at for the end time sign, which will endure to the end. So, number one, as a child of God, endure to the end. And then, he said, when we preach the gospel, verse 14, he says this, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. The end will not come until every nation, every tribe in the world has had the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that gospel is the gospel of the kingdom, that God is setting up a new kingdom, and Christ is the king of that kingdom, not America, not Russia, not EU, but just the Lord. Just the Lord is the king there, and he will reign forevermore. Amen.